All right, uh, today is our second day in the fall of Babylon, and we're looking at 2 Kings 20. So 2 Kings 20 uh, is the story <clears throat> of Hezekiah, who is one of the better kings of Judah, uh-huh. and uh, we see two different stories here. And uh, the context is that Israel and Judah, the north and southern kingdoms, have split. It's been a while since that split has happened. Uh, but right now is in the aftermath of the Assyrian invasion. Uh, and the Assyrian invasion is eventually going to completely wipe out the northern kingdom of Israel. And it's almost done here. And we um, just have the second kingdom left, which is the southern kingdom of Judah, which, again, Hezekiah is the king of. And In the previous chapter, he uh, prays and relies on God uh, to defend them against Assyria. And so we see at the beginning of this chapter here... Um, his illness and God in his grace and in his favor responding to Hezekiah's uh, prayer and actually healing him. Which is amazing. Like, could you imagine that he just prayed and 15 years was added to his life and they do this weird shadow thing on the earth and a lot of people are like, what? this is impossible. Did God turn the sun backwards? Or like, what happened here? But in any case, it's just... And a miracle. The important thing is why God does this. Yes, he does it in response to Hezekiah's prayer, but he tells him in verse 6, mm-hmm. uh, the real reason why he's doing this is to show the people of Judah that he will defend them, and he is doing that for his sake and for the sake of David, uh, not David himself personally, but for God's covenant with David. Right, and so it's these two are linked <clears throat> together. A sign of God's victory will be Hezekiah's also like, you know, health victory. Right. And so I want you to put yourself in the shoes of Hezekiah. Here's a guy who has seen God's victory, not just metaphorically, but physically Mm -hmm. in front of him. He has been healed. He has been prophesied to. Uh, He has done very, very well until verse 12. Yeah. So this is... Why I will never name a child Hezekiah because of this section. Although almost every person screws up at some point. That's true. But um, so what happens is there's this dude from this place called Babylon who sends envoys, so like messengers with letters and a present for Hezekiah. It's like, oh, like you are sick, but now um, he's better. And so he, sh- and then he welcomes them. And not only does he welcome them, he shows them all of the treasures of the kingdom. And you have to wonder why he's doing this. And uh, the first thing you have to understand is that at this point in history, Babylon is not really a superpower. They are a a very foreign nation, right? They are a small city-state. And in fact, their rise to become a superpower was very out of the blue. Um, I have to equate, you know, it's not like they're, they're insignificant, but it would be like if I told you that, you know, 50 years from now, that... Spain. Spain, yeah. Spain would be ruling the European Union and would be coming to conquer America, right? Like, it's possible, but it's really not likely. And so we do see that what Hezekiah is doing here in his comfort and in his... Power. Power is, (laughs) in fact, what Babel is all about, right? Is he's (laughs) building up himself, right? He's proclaiming his own name. And in fact, he's bringing these foreigners... Uh, even into the temple, which he is not supposed to do. Right. Foreigners are not allowed in the temple. They're only allowed outside the temple. But we have Isaiah, our famous prophet Isaiah, coming and saying, like, what did you do? Like, what are you doing? And Hezekiah's like, oh, like, there's nothing in my storehouses that did not show them. And Isaiah says, you know what? Like, because of this, there is a consequence to your pride. There's a consequence to your babbledness of trying to show 
you know, your strength and your power. And it's that, you know, even your, your country's going to get conquered and even some of your sons will be taken away. And if you see in verse 19 Hezekiah's oh, reaction, worst. it is the worst. It is literally just like, well, I'm fine, right? So why should I worry about that other stuff? I guess it's not that bad. Um, and really, I think here we see the... We see the attack of sin. We see a way in which sin can creep in that doesn't seem as blatant as the Tower of Babel and yet is equally destructive. Totally. And I think also it's just uh, a reminder to us as you know, Christians who are attempting to be mature that you know, when we do mature, when we are you know, ahead, we can't rest on the laurels. Like sin will come creeping in. Like this is such a sad, like could you imagine if like Pastor Tay was like, he's like, you know what? I've done good enough. I don't have to try harder. I made a mistake, but whatever. Not going to try to fix it because as long as my church is okay. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of like the Christian scandals that happen with like, especially older Christians is because of this. It's this sin, right? Right. Um, And I think, I know a lot of you are, you know, young adult in college that are listening to this. And I think we've seen that in our generation where, you know, People are going to church in high school and they serve in college. And as soon as they get jobs, they think, well, now is the time to focus on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that that is the sin really of Hezekiah here is he's now is the time to focus on me, mm-hmm. right? Now is my time. Um, and it opens him up to really screwing up. Yeah. And uh, there's this is actually another one of the passages that people point to in racial reconciliation uh, conferences. It's so many times we are so okay with, you know, our white churches or our Asian churches or, you know, you know, to just focus on ourselves and be like, you know, at least we're okay. We're fine. Like, it's not a big deal anymore. But um, saying no, like, that's not how it works, right? The Christian life is all about uh, serving the poor and serving, you know, and looking for injustice and righting those wrongs. And that's something that Hezekiah forgot to do and we can't forget to do either. Have a great day.